Hey, everybody. Hey, Jerry West here with SEO Revolution and uh, JerryWest.com. This is a follow-up from last week's AMA, the Ask Me Anything. That uh, We had more questions than uh, Michelle and I could get to uh, last week, so this is, this is a rundown of the rest of them, as we promised we would. Uh, first, first things first, I was wrong regarding the update that happened uh, right around March 12th of last month that it was not a medic rollback. Uh, the, all the sites that we had that went up were not affected by medic before. But what was interesting, uh, I was uh, hanging out with uh, Michael Roper and, and uh, Josh Hampo uh, a, couple, a couple days ago, and we started going through the large sites and looking at any that got hit by the update. And, which, I mean, get this, Walmart got, got hit, uh, and Target of all companies got hit. And that was interesting because Google actually used them with their release of the update saying they're doing it right. How they're doing customer service, how they're doing this, how they're doing that. They're doing it right. And uh, they got hit. So most are saying, look, they roll back Medic. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's not going to cause any, any future issues. Uh, I disagree with that sentiment because Medic was done for a reason, and the reason was to clean up all the uh, misinformation that has been plaguing uh, the internet. It's been absolutely nuts. I'll hold that rant for another podcast, but you don't want to ignore this. If, if your traffic, if, for example, if you got hit by Medic back in August and you never recovered until this past one, they're going to retool it, and they're going to re-release it. Uh, and the last thing you want to do is just say, hey, I'm good. I don't have to bother with anything with my site. I'll just keep going business as usual. Yeah, you keep doing that. And uh, when Google releases the update, uh, same thing with both Panda and Penguin uh, back earlier in this decade. That's a, lot, a lot of people just got complacent and thought it was okay. And then they came back with the update because they fixed it. Uh, and uh, Michael's uh, opinion was, and I, I, I agree with him, is that they got severe pushback by some of their top customers uh, with, with Medic, that they were hit even though they don't offer health advice or financial advice, which Google said these are the sites that will be, that will be affected. It's just like any other update. There's always going to be sites in the crosshairs that get nailed that shouldn't have been there. Uh, there's nothing that you can do about it until Google gets, gets things straightened out. So um, today's Wednesday. We are looking to get a cheat sheet out uh, by Friday. I'll, I'll work my ass off on that and get that out as, uh, as a release. And that way it will be a step-by-step -step guide for you to go through and take care of uh, any issues related to Medic and what you should absolutely do to protect your business, and your livelihood. All right, let's get into the questions. Uh, so let's see. I have a site that I seriously over-optimized the keyword anchors and got hit pretty hard. Would it be better to just keep building branded links to this or 3012 new, new domain? Also, I do have a, have a domain that I could use. as it's, nice, it's a nice site with lots of link juice. Would it be better to just de-index the old site, move the content to the new site, 
or I could move this, the content over and just 301 the domain, which is more like a spammy domain now. I hope that's clear. Yeah, that's clear. Um, there's a few things that you can do, but what I, what I do just to protect myself and, and know that I'm doing the right thing, I'll do a test to see if the new domain is going to be worthwhile. So why don't you just take one of the pages. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if you over-optimized the uh, anchors that you took a hit. Uh, that wasn't really the issue with, with Medic, but take a look in SimRush and see about when you got hit and look for the little Google icon to see if, uh, if there was an update. That's what, that's what you want to look for. So the whole plan on the test is you grab one page, you take it over to the new site, nuke the page on the old, uh, or what you can do as well as just do a canonical on that page pointing to the new one. Uh, I will tell you with, with the testing that we've, we've done, that does take uh, quite some time just for Google to sort through it. But or what you, could, what you could even do as well is rewrite the content on that page uh, and then take it over to the new site and see if that ranks. And I'm talking top 50 just because you have no links pointing to it. Just something. Just It's indexed. It ranks for the keywords that are on that page. And if it does and it hits, then you know the site is solid and it's going to be able to rank. Uh, if it doesn't rank doesn't do anything, uh, chances are either that content uh, doesn't mesh with that site, which, which can happen, uh, or the site is not as good as you think it is. Um, my whole thing is I'm assuming this domain doesn't have good authority, for example, a, a, a DR50 or above. Uh, normally, anything that's, that's over-optimized on the keyword area, that will happen. Uh, another test you could do is go through and get uh, about a dozen, dozen, dozen and a half really solid links with your branded terms, as you mentioned. Uh, you can also do some low-level GSA as well. Uh, you know, make sure you go through my process, though, because if you don't, you're going to have a worse problem. But yeah, you want to focus on branded links. You can check your anchor cloud over in Hrefs uh, just to make sure, sure things are set. The last thing you want to do, in my opinion, is do a 301 at the end. Uh, there's a lot more you can do because you, you do have so much content, uh, as what I would assume how you've written the question. So focus on those two options I mentioned before. And as a last-ditch effort, uh, you can do the 301. Um, but... You know, my, my, my gut tells me that this domain doesn't have a lot of authority, so um, that may not, not, not even be the best course of action. Anyway, hop on the next uh, AMA. We'll be doing one uh, in the next couple of weeks, and we'll see how you're doing. Next question, what niche or line of business would you recommend if I start from scratch with your tools and methods? I get asked this a lot. And the other question is, uh, if you lost everything and had to start from zero, what would you do? Um, both questions are absolutely ridiculous and not needed to be asked. And the reason why is the whole issue 
is it's about staying focused and staying on point. And if you have zero interest in the subject, I'm telling you, you will get bored and you won't, you won't want to do it anymore. Uh, back in the day when I first started, uh, that's, when, <laughs> that's when DVD players uh, first started to come out. And I did some ads and also placed with SEO uh, upgrading from your VCR to a DVD player. Uh, for half the price you can get it for in the store. And I found this great warehouse that would sell wholesale, and it was awesome. And I was making really good money. I mean, it was really good money. But what would happen is I would get anywhere between 15 to 30 phone calls every day from some old person asking if this DVD player was compatible with their VCR, <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely insane. And yeah, you know, I could have hired someone to go through and do that, but the main issue still is. Uh, you, you're getting the, these phone calls in, and it's just a pain. It's a pain in the ass. And, and I got bored with it and walked away. And a lot of people will also say the same thing. Uh, when I was in the weight loss industry, we got bored with that too. I mean, you, you can only write so much about weight loss before you start just going crazy. And that's what a lot of internet marketers will hop from campaign to campaign. They'll do a campaign for a couple of years and then, and then jump over. And that's, that's what a lot of the successful ones do because the way our brains are wired you know, we, we just can't sit still. We just can't do one thing. We have to hop on to the next one. So I'm not going to say, you know, find your passion or that kind of bullshit or find something that, oh, find something new you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's also bullshit. You have to find something that you're going to be interested in. Interested in. Uh, the market that we're in right now is, uh, was fascinating to me and got me to learn about it. And it's, it's, it's helped other areas for me as well. Anyway, long-winded rant there, but you get the picture. Uh, you want to find something that you have an interested interest in. That's the best option there. Uh, are PBNs still effective as they were a couple of years ago? Absolutely. In fact, I think they're even more effective uh, than they were. Um, so we hit that one. We hit that. Look, look at the timestamps here because I there's a few things that I mentioned, uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to ask you to write these out just because it's sometimes websites are too difficult to uh, come through on this. Yeah, let's just go ahead and do that because it's shoptimized and the dot domain dot com dot com dot the dot domain dot name is a Jason Duke service that will you can go and search for. Any anchor text, and it'll spit out every domain that is currently available to be registered, uh, you know, for 10, 11, 12 bucks. And you already have a domain with all the anchors you want. 301 those all day long, and Jason is an, an incredibly smart guy. Uh, let's see.
Okay, does Jerry think that personalized TV advertising in conjunction with retargeting can change the game of marketing? I have no idea on that. See who Oh, speaking of which, that was Jason Duke. Jason Duke asked that question. Uh, I think we need to have uh, Jason on the, uh, the next podcast, and we can get into a more of a discussion on that. I, I haven't done it. I haven't seen any opportunity to. I mean, I know, I know it's happening, but it's one of those things where, uh, I mean, I, I remember when retargeting was, was uh, just starting out back in 2011, and, you know, there weren't many companies that offered that. I know uh, Joanna Lord uh, did a session in, uh, at PubCon on that. And that's when things started getting, getting some traction back then. So, yeah, Jason, let's just, just let's get you on. Let's talk more about, about that. And someone wanted to know what the killer sale, sales page was. And that was the uh, shoptimized.net. It's uh, Bradley Long's uh, Service. So if you have Shopify, get get his stuff. Uh, every single person I referred over to, to Brad uh, has increased their commission. I'm not commissions, their conversions, dude. And his lander is just awesome. As, as I mentioned on the AMA, uh, he hired me to go through and do uh, a site review on on his page. <laughs> I can't, there's nothing I can tell you to change. It's, it's just awesome. Um, let's see. Next one. These dates, times, temps. Here you go. Hey, Jerry, the March 2019 Google algorithm update affected some non-medical, non-health websites. Yeah, it did. Uh, as I mentioned before, it, it hit Walmart and Target. Uh, <laughs> just right. Since I have seen some of the following SERPs affected, uh, play, playground manufacturers, uh, trekking tours, it appears some of the algorithm hit on the 13th. I saw uh, some, of it, some of the sites hit a week later on March 19th. I think it hits sites that had duplicate or similar content mostly. I did see some sites recover that were hit previously in October last year. Yeah, uh, Google, Google kept doing tweaks on, on Medic. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the tweaks that they did didn't help all those big companies. So that's when they finally just pulled it and did the rollback. Uh, yeah, that's what was, that was so frustrating with – the whole thing was the uh, – you know, the, the YMYL, your money, your life, that if your site affected either one of those two, you had to go through and do all this compliance. And yeah, travel companies got nailed. Uh, you know, sites that had nothing at all to do with health or financial got nailed. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little, little crazy. And now all the traffic has come back. <laughs> These people forgot, oh, yeah, that's what my traffic levels were last year. No, they're thinking that uh, you know something they did just uh, caused a tremendous upswing. Uh, but one thing you have to understand and know on this whole process is, oh, just, just wait, wait till Friday and get my cheat sheet. That's going to really 
really help you out there. Uh, and I'll let you hit, uh, let's see, on domain names, what does Jerry think about the effect of launching a website from an old domain that has just been as a holding page or parked where the domain registrar has put some standard uh, page parking adverts? Does that kill the domain for, for SEO too much when the registrar has put up their own standard, standard parking crew style ad page? No. Uh, does absolutely nothing, but here's the problem you're going to run into. Uh, Michelle and I have tested this at length and it, it still happens. When the domain is parked and there's nothing on there for Google to index that is real content, uh, the clock doesn't start ticking uh, for Google until you start putting something on that page. For example, you know, people look for aged domains. Well, uh, the age only counts if there's something actually uh, on the page. This is going to be a really shitty example. Uh, <laughs> I can think of. It would be as if you crafted a wine bottle and had it sit on the shelf and you put the label on it with, you know, today's date, not today, but today, but the, you know, the, the current year. And then you waited 20 years and then you put the new wine in that bottle and try to pass it off as a 20-year-old bottle of wine. That's not happening. And the same thing with Google. If, if you wait 20 years, and I've done that with some domains. I just bought them just for projects later on. Uh, and they act just like a brand new website. Uh, you will, if you're in a competitive market, you'll get sandboxed. As I uh, answered someone from last week, uh, there's nothing I have ever been able to do to uh, get out of the sandbox early. It's just a holding time. And the reason why Google does that is, you know, like I mentioned before, uh, spammers and marketers love to jump from project to project. So this was a waiting period Google had. So people who were hopping from project to project uh, would have to wait. And Google felt that would cut down on the level of spam. And it did. It really did. Um, but what's, what's frustrating is when you have legitimate business owners that want to do something and they can't uh, because of, of the sandbox. Um, I think we hit that one. Uh, on domain names, what does Jerry think about the effect of launching a website on an old domain? Oh, I just read that. Excuse me. Uh, that one's on Belgium. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Uh, I'll post that too. Uh, do you have any tricks to get a better click-through rate for e-commerce sites? Well, there's two things that you could be you could be referring to on that question. One is the click-through rate in the SERPs uh, in Google directly. Uh, two, you could be referring to a click-through -click rate to go to uh, a sales page uh, or a click-through rate to actually click on the buy button. Uh, everything depends upon the market you're in, what products you're selling. Uh, you know, back when we were selling stuff on Amazon, we were doing uh, supplements. Uh, we found the uh, color orange. Uh, on the buy button and everything else was green and, and the buy buttons were all orange. That increased our click-through rate. But on the SERPs, um, you know, we did the schema, uh, the, uh, the stars. That greatly helped 
click-through rate. Uh, we also added things to our title, uh, such as recommended, uh, best rated, uh, anything to get people's attention because since the organic listings are so far down the page, uh, oftentimes only the top, you know, top three, top four on the first page actually show on the first page. So you have to get some some kind of attention. Uh, if you're, you're, if you're hearing, the, hearing the clicking, that's, that's my team working. This is awesome. Love hearing, hearing that sound. Uh, getting shit done. Um, covered that. Uh, here, do you still update the Google Best Practices Guide? If so, can I get a copy of this version? We email that out, and you kind of have to stay on the mailing list. <laughs> We've had people unsubscribe uh, and then go, hey, I haven't received my copy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, since email delivery has been a little bit more difficult, you know, just make sure you, you whitelist uh, ours as well. Um, we did do an update last year. And I'll probably do another update probably uh, sometime in the summer. Just once all the, all the stuff with Medic calms down. Uh, last thing I want to do is do an update, and then a week later, then the update rolls out. That would, that would suck. Uh, someone mentioned about AMP and, AMP and speed. Uh, we don't use AMP just because we're not in the, uh, the, the news type of cycle. Um, so that, that's not anything I have experience with. And I don't know who I could bring on that is good with AMP and has actually shown uh, proof that that they can take a site from here to here uh, with using AMP. Um, here's a sandbox question. We covered that. Let's see. Um, I'm not sure if we, if we covered this, but they're asking if expired domains are good and if you have to keep a theme, and the answer is no. Uh, you don't have to go uh, and, and be themed whatsoever. Don't believe that nonsense. Uh, test this on your own. You'll, you'll see. That's absolutely true. Uh, ex expired domains, absolutely. Uh, I have a course on that. Uh, you know, Using tools like DomCop and some of the others are, are excellent. But yeah, this is, this is the way that we have been able to compete. And this is a rant uh, I do almost every year. And that is, you know, people get on all these options, you know, getting expired domains or uh, automate uh, link building or going through and, you know, auto-generating uh, Web 2.0 properties and how this, it's, it's unethical and, and uh, not right. And how can you sleep at night doing that? I mean, all those are just ridiculous. Here's the deal is most markets that we get into, and when I say we, I'm referring to everyone on this call here. Most of the top companies have, you know, $50 million plus in an ad budget yearly. And I don't know about you, but I don't have $50 million to go out and spend. So I'm already behind the eight ball. I'm, I'm already at a dis disadvantage. So I have to use every means possible to level the playing field. And if a white hat marketer is going out and spending time uh, getting links and posting things manually, and I choose the automated route, uh, the, the process and the push on your site is the exact same. 
The only difference is they're pulling an all-nighter doing that. Meanwhile, my machine is posting that while I sleep, right? That's the whole, that's why we are in this business and using computers and using technology is to automate this process. Instead of having an entire warehouse full of people on computers and posting stuff, I mean, that's a complete waste in my opinion when you can go and just, just get one machine with a piece of software that will do the exact same thing. Now, when we're talking about getting press releases written or uh, doing articles for other sites to, to get uh, recognized, uh, build your brand, yeah, those you're going to do manually. But the ditch digging, look, why would you dig a here's a great why would you dig a ditch with a shovel when you go and rent a machine and blow through what would take you all day to dig and like 20 minutes, right? So, you know, anybody who's not taking advantage of these tools and the automation is just they're a poor business owner. And if you have clients and you're doing this stuff manually and charging them, man, you're the person who's unethical because there's automated tools that will greatly cut back the cost to your client. All right. End of rant. Um, okay. Hey, Jerry, I'd like to know some of the key factors that positively contribute to improving the authority trust flow metric for a given page on a site as well as an entire domain. I'm specifically looking to see if the majestic metrics like trust flow ratio can be uh, selectively improved to improve search ranking, assuming all other metrics are where they need to be. Now, just like PageRank, back when Google had PageRank, every measurement can be and is manipulated. Uh, especially in the expired domain list where most people go and they take a look to see, all right, uh, what is the DR? Oh my God, it's, it's a 70. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bid three grand on that. And then you get it and it's just this, the link profile is complete shit because they did, just, they did a power rush uh, toward the end. So it's a good idea to take a look. So the things that positively... Uh, drive it. And I'll, I'll tell you the, the one thing that has nothing, for, for example, the, the HREFs uh, rank, that has nothing to do with traffic, by the way. Nothing at all with traffic coming to your site. It's, it's, all, it's all about the, the number of links that you have with a combination of the number of referring domains. And what they look for is a smaller ratio. They don't want to see that you have you know, 8,000 8, links to your site and you have five referring domains. Well, you, they know it's a, it's a whole run of site where you have your link in the, in the footer. Uh, you know, so, so that ratio is important. And the other ratios that are important as well is the number of keywords that you rank for in Google. Uh, and they do take the top 100. So that, that number is going to be high. Uh, and I know HREFs, even though uh, you know, they don't factor quote-unquote traffic, they, they do estimate the number of Google clicks you're going to get based upon what you have. Uh, you know, if you're, in the, if you're in the top three, you're, you're going to get traffic. 
And you also have an option in HREFs. And I, I mention HREFs a lot because I'm in there every day. Uh, with Majestic, I'm probably in that once or twice a month. That's it. HREFs, the reason why I use it so much, it's up to date. Uh, their, their data is killer. And they've got a tool set that I've learned and I know extremely well. I can go in and get out really fast. Majestic, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me longer because I, I just haven't spent that much time with the tool because for me, I just connected with HREFs and that's what that's the reason why I, I use it that much. Uh, the one thing about analyzing data is you don't want to get caught up and just keep analyzing. I mean, you, you can sit down and go through your Google Analytics, Google Search Console, you can go through all, both of them, along with HREF's information, stuff from SpyFu, stuff from, from Majestic, stuff from SimRush. You can spend six or seven hours just analyzing shit, but you're not doing anything. The only, ma the only thing that matters is, again, another rent. The only thing that matters is when you actually do something. So we had a rule uh, here back when we ran... The, uh, the Amazon site, because we had, we had our own website, and then we had the Amazon uh, store. And the deal was, we would spend one hour dedicated to the entire team. Everyone puts everything away, and we just focus one hour on making at least one change to the site every single day. And the rule was, we had 15 minutes, and everyone had a different area. You have 15 minutes to do your analysis and then come up with ideas on what we should change. And then we'd take five minutes. Everyone would, would say their ideas. We'd decide which one was the best one. And then as a team collectively, we would then fix that one. And it would take, you know, 40 minutes. So you have a full hour. Everyone's on board. You're making one change. And when we did that, like clockwork, every single time we did that, sales would go up. Every single time. But you know what happens? Life gets in the way. You get lazy. You get complacent. Ah, it'll be fine. Well, guess what? It wasn't fine because every day that we missed, sales would go down. So my advice always when it, when it comes to this stuff, get in, get out as fast as you can, and then do something. Just do one thing if you can. Uh, that's key. But yeah, so uh, you want to focus on not only getting really good links, but you want to watch that referring domain and backlink ratio. You don't want to have, you know, a 500 to 1 ratio. Uh, that, that would absolutely suck. And that's, that's why, you know, a lot of PBNs, what they, what they often do is put links in the footer so they appear on every page. They say, hey, more links, the better. But that will kick off that, that ratio, and that, that's also the, uh, the, the trust factor over uh, the trust flow over at Majestic. Uh, and DomCop uses that ratio, so uh, you know anything over, over 1.0 is good. And I've even bought some domains that had a 0 0.6 uh, ratio, and they turned out to be just fine. All depends. You, you, just, you just pop in and, and you take a look at their top links. If the top links are decent, it's sometimes worth the gamble. Uh, okay. Is there evidence of ranking improvements being tied to site page speed? No, we, we covered, that, covered that last week. Uh, it doesn't. Um, Tim, 
Does Google favor sites that are built with the Google API? No. Considering the API, does Google care if you use automated site building tools to create business directory listings? Uh, I stopped doing business directory listings because they just became worthless and it was just like a little bump in the road. Uh, it didn't do much. Uh, yeah, you can go and automate that and list your business in a whole bunch of business directories. Uh, but I'll tell you, what, 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 what will, if you want better rankings, if that's what you really want, dude, just, just do blog comments. Uh, they do better than business uh, directory listings. It's, it's, it's insane. That's why, that's why I stopped doing those because it just didn't have any push. And all these business listing directories, there's tens of thousands of them, and most aren't maintained. They're just out there uh, you know, collecting ad revenue. Um, if they don't care, then what would be considered white hat uh, link building uh, multiples directly used site on IP cloud server? Um, I will tell you what we do for our money sites is we'll, we'll do a consistent, uh, you know, six to 14 links a day that are focused on branded terms. And then we do internal links with, with the anchors that we want to focus on. And that's been extremely effective. But in terms of, of Google, Google doesn't care what, what's, what's the threshold of what you, what you can and can't do. Uh, you know, if, if you want to go out and spam a site with a million links, uh, testing shows that site's not going to get de-indexed. Uh, is that a smart practice? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's not probably not. It's an absolute not. You want to, you want to be focused and Get links from sites that matter, and the sites that matter, it's a real easy method. Does that site rank in Google? If the answer is yes, get a link from, from the site. Um, can you give details on what Google announced regarding uh, pagination? Are they not following those links? Okay. Uh, yeah, this just came out. So... The whole, whole premise, if, if, I can, if I can recall, is that a number of years ago when, when this advice was given out, uh, I, think, I can't remember what conference it was, but so it, instead of having uh, a huge long page that just scrolls, scrolls forever, uh, you would use the uh, rel and prev uh, code in in your document to go to the next page or the previous page. But Google would count that all as one page, not as separate dynamically generated pages, right? <laughs> that it came up in some, some forum, uh, and I don't know if it was John Muir who, who responded this way or if it was a Google engineer. It was, oh, dude, we haven't, we haven't looked at that in years. We, we, we stopped doing that. So you had all these people who were touting, you must do this or else you're going to fail with your rankings. And it turns out Google was ignoring it the whole time. Uh, in my opinion, the, how these rumors start is you'll have somebody who got chosen to speak at a conference and they're nervous. They want to they do a good job. They want to come and 
They want to get more followers and they think, okay, the only way I can get more followers is I've got to come up with something that is just awesome that no one else is talking about and they end up making shit up. And they stand up there and tell it they're a person of authority. This is the whole, whole well, like, like 10 years ago, I started calling these things mind crimes, you know, back you know, from, from Queensryche, a mind crime. And what that is, it's a person in authority telling you a lie on purpose to lead you astray. Now, maybe they weren't telling you the lie to lead you astray, but, but that's exactly what happened. And most people, what they do, and this is back in the day when cloaking was just awesome, many went through and forums, don't cloak because Google will ban you, so people stop cloaking. Well, the people who were saying don't cloak, Google will ban you were the people who were cloaking. They got rid of all their competitors, things thinned out, and they made, made more money. You know, that's, you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, years ago when we were buying links heavily from one of the big uh, link brokers, we were I was sitting in the front row with my link broker. And there was a person on stage, I will not mention his name or her name, you know, got up and said, if you buy links, Google will find you. Google will punish you. Google will de-index you. Your clients will hate you. Your spouse will hate you because you'll have no money. Just don't do it. And he leans over to me and says, he's one of our top link buyers right next to you. And this piece of shit is telling everyone, don't do it. You know, it's, it's one thing to keep your methods secret and not discuss them, it's quite another to get up in a conference as a person in authority stating don't do this when you yourself are doing it and cleaning up. Uh, best move? Don't talk about it. All right, that is, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, uh, yeah, I think we're on here about a half hour. Cool. All right, we'll get to, I'll get this posted. Uh, watch your inbox, uh, watch our blog. All right, if you, uh, hopefully you're in a Facebook group following me. Uh, we'll be announcing the uh, cheat sheet, and also we've got uh, some pretty hot uh, pay-per-click, paid traffic, and also a new brand on how to focus on SEO in 2019. Those trainings are coming up very soon. All right, that's it. We will uh, talk soon.